0: Don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. So I keep saying, you just don't fall. <clears throat> Thank you, Don. As he said, my name is Adam Crozier. I actually live on Jennifer Court, so I'm, I could have walked here today, but I had made my wife drop me off because that, that's what I, well, actually my car didn't start. Isn't that crazy? I think God didn't want me here today. I was sick all week. I had a snake in my yard which is automatically, you know, the devil, and then my car wouldn't start when I wanted to leave early, so um, no, no devil, you can't, you can't have me today. I'm already off script, and it's only 30 seconds in. Um, I also hear uh, a baby crying today, that is amazing, and I want that baby to cry the whole time. I'm not kidding, do not leave, because if a church doesn't have the sound of babies crying or kids laughing in the hall, it's a dead church, we do not want that. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. Um, It is a happy Father's Day to me. Like uh, Don said, I have two twins, Easton and Amelia, and then a first grader, Annabelle, and they're at Moyer. Um, And I just know that uh, they spoiled me today. They woke me up with breakfast in bed and tons of presents and tons of hugs. So it was awesome. Allison, my wife's here, along with my family and friends. Uh, So it is a blessed Father's Day. I hope everybody's having a blessed Father's Day as well. I do know holidays like this can bring out several emotions, um, because as I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed, I'm seeing uh, that dads have gone on. Some dads were never present, uh, so I am praying for, for those who are hurting today and who are sad, um, but guess what? We do have a God that is with us now and is present, and right now, and that's our Heavenly Father. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today, um, our Father's love for us. So if you have your Bibles, let's go ahead and turn to Romans chapter 5. And we'll be reading verses 6 through 12, I will be bouncing around from other scriptures, but this is going to be our main focus. We also have it on the screen, I believe, on the next next page there. So Romans 5, 6 through 12, for while we are still helpless, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly, for one will hardly die for a righteous person, though perhaps for the good person someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates His own love towards us, and that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, having now been justified by His blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through Him. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of His Son, much more, having been reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only this, but God, but we also celebrate in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Therefore, just as through one man's sin entered into the world, and death through sin, and so death spread to all mankind because all sin. May God bless the reading of his holy word. Let us pray. Our most gracious and heavenly Father, thank you for your word today, Lord, and thank you for uh, allowing us together in your house without persecution. As we take this message today, Lord, let it fall on ears that need to hear and hearts that need to be opened, Lord. Uh, Be with those that aren't here today. Be with those that are listening online as well. Let them know we care. In Jesus' name pray. Amen. All right. For a while, we are still helpless. Isn't that a great way to start the morning? We are helpless. reminds me of a story about my father, actually, and since it's Father's Day, I have to tell it. There was a moment where maybe he was helpless. He's not a helpless guy, but I'm helpless sometimes, and we all were helpless in this one situation. It was pretty crazy, actually. My dad worked a lot when we were young. My mom uh, was able to stay home in the summer, and I had probably the best childhood growing up in found Kentucky. I lived in my own little world with my brothers. We ran around all the time. It was amazing, but when dad sometimes didn't have to work, occasionally he'd be able to take us on fishing trips to Kincaid Lake State Park, if anybody's familiar with that, Uh, but when he took us on fishing trips, it meant we started early. It means we had to get up around, I swear it was three o'clock, It might have been five or six, but it was three, it felt like, especially on a summer day. But that meant the night before we had to get prepared. So we had to get our fishing poles out. We had to get our tackle box ready. We had to go to the bait shop and get our worms and then put them in the fridge. And then we had to go to bed early. So it's kind of a bummer, but hey, we were going fishing with my dad. We were going to spend time with him. So that morning came on and it actually had rained. And I was so bummed. I said, man, it's raining. He's like, no, this is the perfect environment to fish. So we picked up my cousins, mom waved us off, and we got to the lake. So we parked, we started walking down to the lake, and we noticed it was a little slippery, but dad said, let's go down down the bank a little bit, and then we'll start fishing. So we start walking. We're little ducks in a row, and we're trying to be quiet because dad said we would disturb the fish. I hear dad in the background going, be careful, don't slip, watch the mud, don't slip. Now, come on. As a kid, you want to hear that? No. We're like, all right, Dad, whatever. And a couple seconds later, don't slip. Watch the mud. Don't slip. See, he already knew we were helpless because we were so little. We didn't know how to swim yet. And I come to find out he couldn't swim. This is a really good concoction here. So he can't swim, and we weren't good swimmers at the time. I am really athletic now, though. All right. <laughs> uh, so I hear it again a couple of seconds later. Watch the mud. Don't slip. Be careful. All right, dad. Watch the mud. Be careful. Don't slip. And there's my dad laying belly up in the lake. He can't swim. Luckily, He's on like half water, half lake, but he is there, and he's not moving. I start to panic. I'm helpless. He's helpless. What do we do? Luckily, my cousin, he was stronger than us, so he was able to pull him up, but I I didn't know what to do. He got up. We found his fishing pole. We found his hat. We picked up all the stuff that came out of the tackle box, put it in the tackle box. We couldn't find his sunglasses, and that was a big deal. Sunglasses make you look cool. And to this day, we go, hey, somebody, there's somewhere in the bottom of Kincaid Lake, there's a bass with these amazing sunglasses on. But he said, he decided right then, let's just stay here and fish. Now, we didn't catch anything, because when he splashed, I think every fish within a two-mile radius disappeared. But we still had a great day, and I had that memory. Why? Because we spent time with my father. And we had tons of memories like this. But this is just one example. And we still, to this day, laugh about this. And it brings us closer as a family. Um, so I already knew that, you know, he was helpless, I was helpless, and we laugh about it today. I mean, it was serious, I guess, at the time. But um, I am thankful that we, get to, we had those moments and those memories of my dad. This fan's blowing my Bible, it's trying to be nuts. Okay. <laughs> I and mean, I pray that every day we have another opportunity to spend time with my dad. Um, but I did learn a couple of lessons. One is if you get muddy and if you get a little wet, don't stop. Keep fishing. And also never wear good sunglasses to the lake. Um in my prayer days that everyone here knows by being in church, by singing, praying, you know, singing worship songs, you are getting closer to your Heavenly Father. You are spending time with him. You're getting memories, you're learning lessons, and you're gonna want to spend more time with him as well. So I guess, congratulations, you are on Father's Day with your Heavenly Father. Uh, My kid today said, hey, congratulations, you have great kids. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Um, But God does love us, so why should we be excited about that? Let's start there. Why should we be excited? Why do we need God's love? Let's look at 6, 7, and 8 again in Romans. For while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one would hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for the good person someone would even dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. We are helpless sinners. We are helpless, ungodly, unrighteous people. But there's good news, and that's what's coming up in a minute. Because of our sinful nature, we become enemies of God, and cannot, he cannot look upon sin. We cannot save ourselves, so consequently, guess what we get to go? We get to go to hell. And that is not fun, but God's love saves us. In 1 John 3, 4, sin is defined as lawlessness. Sin is a violation of God's law. We must understand first that we are helpless sinners. Once we get that out of the way, we can move on to the good stuff. We have violated God's law. Me and you um, are sinners. Let's just say it. We're helpless. In Romans and Galatians, we do have a uh, a list of sins, I like to say. Um, I won't go into all of them, but just to kind of give us an idea or a reminder of maybe some sins that we've done in the past or still do. Sinners are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, malice. In Romans, they're gossipers, they're slanders, they're God-haters, they're arrogant, boastful, they disobey their parents, they invent ways of doing evil, they have no love and no mercy. And Galatians even adds to the list and says, acts of flesh like sexual immorality impurity, idolatry, and witchcraft, fits of rage, selfish ambition, and drunkenness. If you go back to Romans 5, 12, we all have sinned. And if you say, no, I haven't sinned, then there's your sin. It's arrogance. Congratulations, we've all sinned. Now we got it. God sent Christ to die in our place so that we can have our sins forgiven and escape hell. God loves us anyway despite being helpless, despite being sinners, despite being his enemies at that time because we are sinners. Our Father loves us anyway. At the end of Romans 5.10, he says, we shall be saved by his life. The important word is saved. It means men and women can be saved from the consequences of hell. When my dad hit that lake, he needed to be saved. Now, if we didn't love him, we could have walked away. Couldn't we? We could have said, hey, uh, he... He told us to be careful, but he wasn't careful. Ha, good on you, and then move on. But we tried. My cousin was able to. We pulled him onto dry land. The world right now is saying something completely different. It's actually blurring these lines between right and wrong. It's telling us, and it's actually telling our kids, that there is no sin. The world says that we need to live our own truth, and if it feels good, it probably is good. And that scares me. And that is where the church is falling short, and that's where Christians are falling short, and that's where you and I are falling short. We need to reject the idea of leaning into our own truths and our own feelings, and we need to show the world there is only one truth, one way, and one life, and that is through Jesus Christ. We are doing a disservice to our family, to our friends, to our neighbors when we keep our mouths shut about the love and grace of our Heavenly Father. And it's Father's Day. We should be shouting to the rooftops. And not only are we doing a disservice when we keep our mouths shut, but so we can keep our church door shut. The church is comfortable with staying inside not going into the community, not telling our neighbors about the love of God and why you need it. We are helpless sinners who are saved to get to have a life after death. We need to tell somebody. So now we have the why. We are helpless sinners bound for hell who need God's love. Now we can get excited because guess what? We have God's love. So how do we receive it? God's love is already there. All we need to do is choose it and believe it. Uh, if you've been around church and, and you've read the Bible or just heard somebody talk about the Bible, you've probably heard of John three sixteen. And so I put, I put this one in today in the sermon. John three sixteen. and I added 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but... You want to finish it? To save is Isn't that amazing? There's the word again. Save. God loved the world that gave his only begotten Son. Everyone who believes will have eternal life. Believe. What do we need to believe? We need to believe that Jesus is the way... Jesus is the truth, and Jesus is the life. The only way we can reconnect to God and be saved is through Jesus. It's the belief that Jesus is the way that people aren't getting, that Jesus is the truth that people aren't getting, it's the, that Jesus is the life that people aren't getting. There are several people in my life that I know that have knowledge. I will call them when I need answers for certain things. My wife, my parents, my siblings, and my friends, and even my in-laws. I know, they're here today, so i got to be good. But I'll call them. No, I love them. And for today's example, I'm actually going to bring up my dad and my father-in-law. I'm sorry, I'm I'm not going to bring them up, but I'm going to talk about them. No, no. (laughs) Um, Because it's Father's Day, I want to show them love. I can call my dad and vent and ask questions and get advice on anything if I need it. I can call, he's retired, so when I call him, he's always around. Um, and especially recently, since he's a minister, I'm always burning up a cell phone, like, did you experience this? Have you seen this? What did you do in this situation? My father-in-law, I've spent a lot of time with him lately doing home renovation projects, and he knows how to fix, repair, build, patch, design, cut, just about anything you need to be done in the house. I try to soak up the knowledge. I'm slowly learning on how to do this without his help. I'll just keep following him around though until I do know and hold the boards and let him screw things in because that's what I'm good at. God wants to be that for you. He wants to be that person you call on. He wants you to come to him when you need anything and who better to go to but the creator of the universe. He's your father. Why not? When you're anxious, he says, be still and know I am God. When you're tired, he says, come to me all who are weary and I will give you rest. When you are worried about not making ends meet, he says, consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable are you than birds? A little bit more valuable, I, I would say. Choosing God's love is believing in God's love, and believing in it means we want to spend time with him. It means we want to invest in it, and we want to grow in it. So I've talked about my in-laws, now i got to talk about my wife when my wife and I started a date, we were constantly on the phone. Constantly. And you guys know what I'm talking about when you're with somebody that you love? You start talking and it's that constant. You start giving them quizzes about their favorite color or talking about your dreams or what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Or it's the, you hang up first. No, no, no. You hang up first. Okay, I'm hanging up did you hang up? I mean, it's like that, but we invested in that relationship. So why are we not invested in God? Well, then COVID hit, of course. We had too much time to invest in our relationship. (laughs) Uh, some Some of you are saying, okay, yes, I need to be better. Others might be saying, I'm doing great. I'm going to church. I say my prayers. I have a sign in my house that says, eat, pray, love. People do that and they say, hey, I'm doing well. We are all still sinners, and I will ask you this. If you're doing that well, why are we still sinning? Why am I still sinning? The answer is very clear to me. I'm not spending enough time with God, right? It's hard to act up when your parents are in the room. When You got something on TV, and you look over, and your mom and dad are there. You're like, ah, uh, I better change it, right? It's hard to gossip when you're spending time in prayer and building each other up. It's hard to think inappropriate thoughts when you're using that time to read your Bible. But I hear you, Adam, I have a life to live. I can't spend my time with my nose in a book. Well, you don't have to spend your time with your nose in a book. He says, pray without ceasing. Well, Adam, I can't pray all the time, then my eyes will be closed. No, he's not saying close your eyes and pray without ceasing. He's just saying pray without ceasing. Live intentional. Make him a part of your everyday life. You can put scripture in your car, you can put post-it notes in your windows. You can, you could put signs that say, eat, pray, love, or, you know, whatever you want to do. But make sure you do things that remind you of God's grace. So now that we know why we need God's love, we're helpless sinners, and how to receive it, choose and believe it. We need to know what's next. Now what? Do we keep God's love a secret and only save ourselves? No we go and share. Matthew 28:19 through 20. Let's read this called the great commission. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I command you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Something I love about having my father-in-law and my dad around is that I get to grab their knowledge And I get to have them around to ask questions all the time. Whether it's my dad knowing his scripture, the music, um, just living life, and my father-in-law and his knowledge of all things construction and repair. I don't think I'll ask my dad about fishing anymore. But I can ask them questions. Now, will I need them to sometimes come up and clean a mess? Yeah, because I'm going to try something and I might not get it done. People are searching for some sense of purpose and identity and truth. And we need to be the ones to say, hey, we know the truth. Let's tell them. God's love is not just for a chosen few. God so loved the world. Whoever believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. We go back to Romans 5, 8. God demonstrates his own love towards us. He loves us. Tell somebody. It's that simple. I was watching an interview of a famous actor this week. I actually stumbled upon it. He had recently... um, had a professional disguise put on. So he had a prosthetic nose, he had a bodysuit, he had a wig. And he walked around L.A., walked into crowded malls, spent half the day dressed up as somebody else. And when he came back and they said, hey, how did you, you feel? He said, it was awful. He said, I am so used to having people scream my name and say, hey, we love you. He said, I did not like walking around anonymously And not having anyone recognize him, God doesn't want us to be anonymous either. He wants to wants people to know that we love them, or He loves us. Excuse me. And some folks don't know that unless we tell them, we are not anonymous. There is somebody shouting from the rooftops, "Hey, I love you. I sent my son to die for you. That's how much I love you." Wouldn't they want to know? Wouldn't you want to know? Back to our fishing trip. As we made it home, dad got dried off, and then we were sitting on the porch. And I remember this so clear to this day. My mom said, what happened? He said, you know what? I was so concerned about watching the kids' steps and making sure that they were safe that I did not care about where I was walking. He sacrificed his own safety to make sure we were okay. God loved us so much that when he saw that we were going to slip and fall into sin, he sent his son to die and rise from the grave so that we could be saved. God's love saves. So as I wrap this morning, my hope is that everyone here look at the time you spend with God and really ask, could I spend more time with him? Do I have memories? Do I have lessons? Do I know that he loves me? I know I always can. We get so busy and priorities get out of order. Let's reset those priorities today. In a moment, we'll have a time of invitation. And if you need prayer, come up and pray. Elder Don will be here. Other elders are around. You can even pray with somebody that's next to you. You can pray with me. If you want to have that reconnection, say, hey, I need to reconnect to my father. This is the time to do so. It's Father's Day. Why not? He's ready. If you want to have a relationship with God and say, hey, I want to make it public that I believe in Jesus Christ, you also have that opportunity today. I'm going to ask the band to come on up as I say a prayer, and then we'll have our moment of invitation. Let us pray. Our gracious and heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to get in your house today. Thank you for your love that made you made and send your Son to die for us, that we could be saved. Lord, I pray today that that we can spend more time with not only our earthly fathers, Lord, but our heavenly father. As we reexamine the times we do spend and our priorities, Lord, let us refocus on you. Let us understand that you love us, Lord, and that you want to, to spend time with us, and you desire to spend time with us. And all we have to do is choose it. All we have to do is make the time. Lord, if there's anyone here that's hurting, anyone here that's suffering, Lord, let it be known that they can come to you. They can come to this church, Lord, and we will pray with them. I charge this church, Lord, today that as they go out and they find their new preacher and that preacher accepts the call, I pray for this church, Lord, that they will be a light in the community, Lord. They will be that anchor that holds true, and that they will go out and speak the truth uh, to the city of Fort Thomas and around them. They need your guidance. They need your boldness. They need your strength, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.